Travel Tuesday with Travel Book Rose on E Radio. <laughs> it's time for Travel Tuesday right here on E Radio, and、uh, Rose just had a very exciting time in、uh, Portugal, and she's going to tell us all about it today. She was up in the sky as well. Rose, now you're down. Hopefully. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, this is actually one of the reasons why I actually went and visited Portable was because was for flying, and、um, I didn't actually have go with my own car, so I didn't get around and actually to get to explore a little bit more than I wanted to. But I'll definitely have to go back. But while I was there, I asked a lot of questions about the town and a lot of you know looked around, and I was like, wow, what an interesting little town! I mean, I didn't realize that Portable was actually just you know the side of Pulbach. And Cirrus,、mm, which、yeah. is, reminds me of the wine farms and the greenery. This place actually consists of huge wheat fields. Oh wow! Huge wheat fields.、I've、never seen so many wheat farmers in my entire life. It's incredible. Well, they say also they farm canola there, but we'll only know that it's canola if I go there in winter. So yeah, I'll、we'll、have to go and have a look, see in winter maybe. Maybe if I next time I'll fly portable, I'll definitely make sure that it is winter time because. Yeah,、no, I had a, had a hectic experience. <laughs> Now <laughs> wait,、Friday. tell us all about it because I'm seeing these beautiful pictures, but I can't imagine what it took to to take these pictures. Tell us about what happened. Was it the wind? <laughs>、uh, so we left Friday morning, early three o'clock. And、uh, we're going to Portobello. Now everybody's—I mean, somebody said to me once. Promise me you'll never fly portable. I'm like, yeah, no, I'll never fly portable. Anyway, packed our bags and anything. I packed my glider, and we off we go. But my intention wasn't really to fly. My intention was more to be the bucky bookie, to drive the guys around because they are big fly guys, you know.、Mm. Anyway, we get there on the Friday and we dash off and we register and we get up on the mountain and. We are already, you know, the guys are and Johanna's like, "Come on, you're going to fly," and I'm like, "Nah, I don't know," you know. <laughs> anyway, so I decided, okay, let me just walk up with my glider. You don't have to fly. And、um, so eventually,、uh, all sorted out. The glider sorted out. And Kane is the youngest and bravest, so he took off. And he just went up into the sky, and you. And then Johan was like, "Okay, well, maybe you should fly. Maybe you shouldn't fly." And I'm like, "Well, decide which one is it. <laughs> Am I going to fly or not fly?" <laughs> so I just pulled up my glider and I went. And but the whole idea behind the cell thing was was that you know this is the place where you actually do cross country, and I've always wanted to do a cross country flight,、um, but I've never had the. The great best conditions for it.、Mm. So anyway, one of my guys said, you know, just make sure you thermal go up, glide, thermal go up, glide. So I was like, okay, well I'll go thermal up and glide, thermal up and glide, and see how far I get. Yeah. And when I got to about twenty kilometers, this glide of mine did a very interesting pitch and roll, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my god! So I started flying over the wheat fields, which in summer actually is like a cooking plate. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you have no idea how hard I worked to keep that glider open. Yes, like it. No, I can imagine. And at one stage, the whole I had a, like a, my whole glider had like a frontal. 
collapsed, <gasps> looked like a little rosette in front of me. I dropped like a few meters and it went pop open and I grabbed, you know, you kind of grab your brakes, quickly jabbed it and then popped open. And then I was like, I was like working with Glide and the only thing that was in my mind was like, please let me just find sink. Yeah. I want to land. <laughs> Oh my word! So, so how did you get down eventually? I pulled big ears and I eventually got big ears, a little bit of sink and then I pulled big ears. Big ears makes you go down very quickly. Oh, okay. Then I managed to zigzag my way down onto a little palm field. Yo, and I then did you kilometers, which was my which was my cross country limit that I had to do, but. Ian, I think I French kissed the ground when I saw it. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes, like your heart must have been racing so hectic. <laughs> Yo, that's that's like why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, I, the thing is, I was I was like kind of oh my god. I mean shit, but I wasn't I wasn't um, panicky. Yeah. Or terrified. I was completely calm, and it was a crazy thing. I was oh. like flying with hectic hectic conditions and still thinking to myself I hope I get my 36 kilometers away. I'm like are you nuts <laughs> so anyway Yo, but you live anyway, to tell oh definitely yeah and I never choose easy conditions to do anything in yeah I like no, that I mean an unforgettable experience for me I, prom- I promise that I'll never fly it again two days later I was back on launch site and flew again <laughs> you see <laughs> yeah, that's it condition. that's our girl Rose yeah. she's so adventurous <laughs> <laughs> She's to say script for nooks. Yeah, isn't so now. But but besides being, I mean, uh, very interesting um, that portable action falls under the bigger region of fashion feed tourism. Um, and it actually consists of a, quite a few areas. And Portoville actually has like the name as the South African flying site, um, mm. and is famous all uh, all over the world. And um, it's lovely to see how Portoville actually embraces um, paragliding as a sport. You know, there's uh, obviously in the you know the farmers and around you know, you know people there's always people dynamics involved with with this kind of stuff but it's really embraced the towns really embrace the sport mm. and they get a lot of international visitors there which is great for a great tourism attraction and yeah. I, I never understand the whole thing why you know all the crap with trailer guys are these people are i mean we fly gliders that are so quiet doesn't make any noise um you know, you're in the sky, but I mean, so is helicopters and airplanes <laughs> yeah. and cars and all those things, you know, um, mm. but it's still a beautiful sport. So I'm quite, I was very, very, very impressed that they embrace tourism so much and that their launch sites are so good and that it's really been managed so well. So I'm very well done to them. But the interesting little thing about Portable, it's, I mean, this tiny little town and it's this the mountain ranges around there are amazing. There's Olifant Mountains, and then uh, which is portable basic on the slopes, and then there's a Hrud Bantukuk um, area, wilderness area also around there. And then to the west, you're going towards Biketsberg. Mm. Uh, and it looks like it really looks like a basin. Um, and then on top of we, we launch site, one of the launch sites we were at Duskip. 
There's a place called Beaverlac, which uh, is they've done a whole bunch of trails, and there are these beautiful lake areas, and and there apparently there's um, great rock paintings, you know, of ships. Funny enough, you know, we have the mermaids here in the Karoo, and these places were actually different paintings of ships, which is quite interesting. Um, So yeah, you you never know where these things come from, but it it's in this area. They have something extremely unique. Uh, I, I wanted to first tell you about this beaverlac. So the people who bought this place called beaverlac were Canadian. And yeah. they saw otters in the water and they thought they were beavers. And lac is a French word for lake. So they called it beaverlac. Okay. And it's supposed to be otter lake. Yeah. Okay, that's where it comes from. Okay, that explains the name. Um, they get it all wrong. But um, I mean, there's you see, there's a museum in the area in the town which I would love to go and visit too. Um, but the in- most interesting thing is that there is there is a flower that grow in this area. It's called the Diesel Uniflora. Apparently, they are red and yellow. That mm. most that I've spoken to and I've asked questions about this, and they only grow in this area and. They have tried to take this flower and they've tried to grow it somewhere else and just doesn't want to grow. And one of the reasons they discovered is that this actually gets um, uh, pollinated by a little beetle. And this beetle only appears in this area. So it's exclusive to the area. Wow. Yeah, specific to that area. Wow. Uh, these days, I think. I mean, it's. I think it was mostly a farming town. I mean, as I said, there's huge wheat fields there. Mm. It's like a cooking plate for flying. <laughs> yeah, and I'm seeing the photos. It's incredible. Oh, it's beautiful. Really, 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 really awesome. But um, it's attracted a whole bunch of. You know, obviously, as life goes on, these small towns attract more. They attract artisans and they attract uh, artists. Um, so there's a lot of that starting to happen in the town as well. Mm. You know, a little bit of the of the arty farty kind of part of it. But if you in the main town, and these cute little coffee shops, there's one called Oppy Coffee, <laughs> and then there's one called Rendezvous, and then oh, we went to the coolest place. So every day. I mean, now we're living here in Wilderness and it's nice and cool. Every day after flying, it's like hot as hell and we land somewhere in the heat. And then we got this, there's this little place up the N7. So you go up the Citrus Dole Road, the N7, to a place called Cardusi. And Cardusi, if you're ever driving that road, it's a must stop. It's a farm store with a restaurant and we have these huge milkshakes and there's this little farm Ooh, store. We had a long chat to the owner of Cardusi, or the owner's son, and he was telling me because they had, they had you know packed vada plomikis and they had they they'd buy the meat from the area, which they got their own butchery, they got their own bakery, mm. um, they've got dried fruit, they sell vegetables from the area, so it's a little really a community little farm store where it only brings mostly in community stuff, which was divine. Oh, so yeah. Like Cardusi. That's a very, Cardusi. very cool place. Yeah. So, uh, if you, I mean, that whole area, region, I'm starting, starting to explore more and more. So, I think. They've um, all been So, uh, if you. Let's say, Jay. Um, if, you, if you ever get here, if you ever get to that area, it's, uh, uh, you know, Portable is, is quite an interesting place and stuff. And 
and go and have a look see go to the flyers lodge if you're a paraglider um there's lovely accommodation in the area and uh, even if you want to just get away with a little bit of escape you know go and camp at beaver lack or go and rent, rent a cottage or something like that it would be very very nice just make sure you take your cozy whip and your sun hat because it gets bloody hot yes yeah i can <laughs> imagine but i can i can actually see the heat in your photos just give us your social media details again for all our e-radio listeners who want to go and check it out yeah, so um, my social media pages is all at Go Travel Bug. It's on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook. And you can follow my blog, which is www.gotravelbug.co.za. Yo, thank you, Rose. Yeah. Another great experience, eh? And uh, look at all the photos you 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 brought back. It's stunning. Oh, no. Next week, I'll be back in that area. I'm going to be in Sirius, but I will do a little bit of exploration. Maybe I'll go find something else that's interesting in that area. Lacquer. I'm already looking forward to it. Rose, thank you so much. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your your Tuesday. Have a lacquer beer. Thank you. I will do. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Rose. Thank you. You too. Bye.